Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Real Reading Talk. And I am your host, Miss Sasha. And with Real Reading Talk, I discuss the real systemic issues that at the very core, the very foundation, with no sugarcoating, no chaser, about why there are low levels of literacy within the Black community and the ways in which we can combat these issues together. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If this is your first time listening, I hope that, again, you get a lot of benefit from this podcast. I hope that you enjoy it. I hope that you share it. Give me some great ratings and all of that great stuff. All right. So now I'm about to get right on to it, y'all. This particular episode, this episode, I'm going to focus on a book that my daughter and I actually finished reading. Um, around the same time. It was a book that was assigned to her as a summer read uh, for her. uh, She just entered high school. And the book that she had to read is called Bad Boy, which is a memoir by Walter Dean Myers. And for those of you who uh, don't know, which uh, hopefully you do, Walter Dean Myers, he has passed. It's been a few years since he has passed on, but he was an African-American author Um, He wrote a lot of books that was focused on uh, young adult uh, content and and it dealt with a lot of uh, the black experience. All right. Um, He was raised in Harlem and a lot of his experiences and a lot of his writings was drawn from, uh, you know, in which how he was raised and the things that he saw and the things that he experienced. And that's what we want. Right. That's that's what we want our children to be able to read about, our black children to be able to read about. They need to see themselves being represented. And Walter Dean Myers was an author and an activist. Um, I think he was also uh, the national ambassador for um, in, in dealing with um, children's authors or something along those lines. You all can look it up to get the exact uh, title that he had. Uh, but he definitely left a legacy of work behind and a lot of inspiration. And he gave a lot of lessons, y'all. And that's what I wanted to share with you all uh, today on this podcast. I wanted to share you w- with you all some lessons that I learned from reading this book, Bad Boy, which can help our children develop a culture of, lit- of literacy. Right. And so. I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm going to put these different things that I read about that he experienced and he talked about. I'm going to just turn it into uh, some different uh, lessons or tips, if you will, that you all can apply when it comes to trying to get your children into reading. And so the first thing that he talked about that I wanted to mention, and please make sure that you all write this down. Uh, I believe these will be some great tools and these are uh, ways in which um, that can get our minds into uh, understanding that we have to uh, develop that culture of literacy um, and we have to think about being creative in many different ways in which we are creative and supportive when it comes to our children and getting them into reading and writing as well. All right. Remember, reading and writing are related. It's like they're brother and sister. Okay, those who usually uh, read a lot, they usually tend to be uh, great writers and those great writers tend to be voracious readers. So here we go. So number one, 
the first thing uh, that I wanted to mention was making sure that we tell our children our stories. Share the memories, share the experiences that you had when you were growing up with your children. Walter D. Myers talked about how he had a great, great uncle named Lucas D. Dennis. And one of the things that he said was that it was listed in the 1870 census that Lucas D. Dennis is living on the plantation. But Walter D. Meyer said he knew from family stories that he did indeed move to Harper's Ferry. All right. So right there, Walter D. Myers was letting us know that he had come from a family of storytelling. He had come from a family of uh, who talked to him about their history, their past, their experiences, their memories. So right there is a prime example of how those things are important and our children will remember those things, okay? So we make sure that we share those stories. And I know sometimes, and I noticed this too, sometimes in the black community, especially when people have, like we have as black folks, experienced a lot of trauma, right? So especially to say you might have uh, a family, you know, you come from a family where it was a lot of pain, a lot of struggle. And sometimes, you know, you have family members, man, they don't want to they don't want to remember that. And that's just real talk. They don't want to remember it. They don't want to talk about it. And but I'm asking you to try your best to dig into the things that were pleasurable, that were beautiful experiences and share those things with your children, because that's going to help them learn about who they are and it's going to help them know who they are and be confident about who they are. All right, so that's number one. Number two, the second thing that he said he remembered was his mama reading stories and partly acting the stories out to him when he was like, yeah, I think he was like probably about five years old, six years old. He talked about that, how he'd be, you know, she'd be sitting at the table and, you know, he'd be sitting down at the table and she would be telling these stories and she like read a lot of romance novels. And so... You know, she would be reading these different, you know, uh, romance novels or whatever, reading them aloud and acting them out and reading them and all of that. And the way he described it, it was just like it was a pleasurable feeling for him. It was like it was just something that he talked about how soothing her voice was. That's what we want to cultivate. When our children have that as their foundation when it comes to reading, that right there, we are setting them on a great trajectory of becoming voracious readers. All right. So again, like I said, number one, the storytelling. Number two, reading aloud. Number three, this is something that we have to make sure that we do as well. When our children are interested in reading certain books, Please allow them to read those books, even though in your mind, they may not be the educated of books. They are not books that you feel like um, is going to help your child be more of an academic or be more of an eloquent, eloquent speaker or they're not going to get a lot of vocabulary. So if your child 
is into comic books, which a lot of young boys are, allow them to read them. I say that because one of the lessons in this in in this book, Bad Boy, one of the lessons was that there was this neighbor that his mama would talk to. And, you know, he was describing how his mama thought she was, you know, she was very educated, smart woman. And so one of the things that she had noticed that Walter Dean Myers had uh, would read comic books and he referred to her as a witch. <laughs> he was salty because you know what he said to his, his mama? The lady said to his mama to have Walter Dean not read those comic books. She basically was calling them evil. And so, of course, he was salty because he knew again, he knew he wanted to read and his thing was comic books. He like, oh, heck no. No, she didn't. Gonna sit up there and, and call him evil. So he talked about how it was someone who had comic books and I guess they were tossing them, uh, throwing them out. And so he would get those comic books. When he saw that they were tossed out, he would g- grab those books real quick. Man, put them in his room, sneak them under his bed, and he would be reading those comic books. Why? Because that's what he was interested in. And of course, another thing, of course, we know with kids, you know, you you telling the child something is evil and especially to, you know, it's unfortunate. You'll have somebody saying something's evil because they don't like it. Even if you felt like something was not appropriate, explain it to your child. Say, you know, well, this one, this this comic book here is a little bit provocative because I'm like that with those comic books as well. You know, you got to be careful with some of them because they can really be sexually provocative you know the the women in there they got cleavage yeah, hanging out everywhere and you know and then they you know the interactions between the men and the women you know just a real really bit you know risque and all of that so of course you being a parent you know what standards you have for your home you know what standards you're trying to create so I definitely would highly recommend you look to see what kind of comics there are that they're reading but to just totally try to be like, the comics is the devil. You know, that's some crazy-ish. Don't do that. You know, so when your child is into a particular type of genre, even though you're not into it, let them read. Even Malcolm X, uh, may peace and blessings be upon him. He even said, he said, read anything you can get your hands on. And he was a voracious reader. He read everything he can get his hands on. All right. So and another thing, here's the next lesson that was learned. And this is for my educators out there. Do not and and parents too. don't punish your children or punish your students through reading. What do I mean? Well, there was a particular teacher that was upset about Walter Dean Myers having comic books in the classroom. And so the teacher decided that not only did they take the comic books away from Walter Dean Myers, he tore them up, literally tore them doggone comic books up. And I know Walter Dean Myers wanted to just jump on his head. And I know you and of course, y'all know I am just I am not promoting that at all. Definitely not. You don't be hitting no adults. But I'm just saying the thought, you know, as a kid now, when you adult do some real just something that's just totally off the top overboard you know you be thinking oh my god you want to just go off he was furious but why did that teacher do that it wasn't about teaching Walter Dean Myers a lesson that teacher that teacher took that personal 
And that's something that, unfortunately, our children, especially when our children in these classrooms with these white teachers, a lot of times they take stuff personal with our babies. So if our child, you know, our children are out of pocket or doing something, they get offended. They make it look like it's an attack on them. And that's how that teacher reacted to Walter Dean Myers. As if like this, you know, the Walter Dean Myers was personally, you know, trying to be mean by reading comics. No, but the teacher, if the teacher would have known and got to know Walter Dean Myers a little better, he would have understood that, hey, you know, Walter Dean Myers, this kid, man, he loves reading. He loves comics. And so he could have used that as an incentive say, hey, you know what? I know you love reading the comics and I'm glad I'm proud of you. Speak the life into to that student, right? I'm proud of you. I love to see that you like to read, but you can't do that right now with this particular book, but I'm going to allow you to read. I'm going to give you some special time. You handle this lesson. You handle this assignment. You pay attention. Then I'm going to give you an extra five, 10 minutes to read that comic book. And do you know how, how he would, Walter Dean would have uh, responded to that? He would have been like, oh, wow, this, that's great. That would have gotten him more into getting into the lesson. So right there, I'm going, oh, oh, I have one more, one more, one more lesson. Oh, I forgot about this one. This is very, very important because it's related to how Walter Dean Myers, too, really, really got more into writing. Walter had an experience where a teacher, he had, uh, you know, had started writing poetry and, you know, writing his little stories and everything. And so when the teacher read that writing, it was, this is a different teacher. The teacher was like, whatever you do, don't never stop writing. Mm. When I read that, I was like, look at here, you go ahead with your bad self. That's what I'm talking about. That's what educators do. This is what parents do. This is what we do as a community. We have to speak life into our children. We have to pay attention to our babies. We got to connect with them, develop relationships with them so we can see their strengths, their talents. So then we can say things to them that's going to help nurture and cultivate those talents. That teacher saw he had a skill. He like, oh, dang, man, your writing is bad. Your writing is cold. Don't you dare stop writing ever. And so he always remembered that. So again, like I said, you know, these again, these are just some of the lessons that I got from the book Bad Boy. And there are plenty more, um, you know, that um, I, I highly recommend that you all read that book. Um, you know, this is a book. Again, this was his memoir, and this was up into his teenage years that he had written. But very important. You know, it talked about a lot of different things in this book. You know, him dealing with the issues of not really seeing a lot of black people doing uh, a lot of positive things. Black people being talked about in a way where they're doing things that are quote-unquote professional or, you know, in, in, in that realm. You know, so these are things that he struggled with, you know, seeing and, and wanted to see more people like him doing different things like that. And also even with the, the notion of him even loving to read and having to hide the fact that he loved to read around his friends. Because, and this is something, um, unfortunately, that still happens to our black boys in particular, especially with Walter Dean Myers case. He was, of course, black and then he was tall. All right. So, of course, when you see a black boy and he's tall, what you thinking? Basketball. You've guessed it, right? 
you know, you about to be a hooper. Oh, man, you about to be the Nelly Brown Brown of Michael Jordan. You know, and it's like, please, can, can we start saying, you know what? You're going to be the next, you're going to, I can see you in the path of a James Baldwin or see you going down the path of a Richard Wright. All right. You know, these are things in which we want to say to our children. You know, we want, they need to hear more of those names. There are our, our children, especially our black boys. They don't need to keep hearing about what next entertainer they can be, you know, or what next athlete they can be. Okay, so we have to, again, change the narrative, change the language, speak life into our children, connect to our children. And these are ways, again, in which we can help cultivate, start to cultivate that love of literacy in our homes. All right. So with that being said, y'all, I am going to end right there. And I'm going to actually end again with uh, a quote by my Walter Dean Myers. And uh, one of the quotes uh, that is very popular that I've said on many of occasions. And um, it's just the one that comes to my mind real quickly. And that is reading is not optional. Reading is not optional. That is something Walter Dean Myers said. And I hope that we remember that it's not an option. Reading is a must. All right. So thank you all again for tuning in to another episode of Real Reading Talk. I am your host, Miss Sasha. If you are looking for a pre-K through fourth grade reading tutor, please make sure that you go to my website, abclearntutoring.com. Click on the free reading assessment and sign your child up for their free reading assessment. I do have a special uh, for the month of September only the month of September only this is like a steal four sessions a hundred dollars and these are one hour sessions all right so it's like you're getting one hour sessions for $25 an hour and trust and believe your children get way more than the what I'm what I'm charging for those sessions uh, for the month of September all right and I'm um, and as like I tell anybody and I've said before you know I'm a relationship based tutor I get to know your child connect with your child and assess your child and find out what their strengths are what are their weaknesses are and we work together as a family to get your child to be that successful successful reader that we know that they can be learning about their history financial literacy young black entrepreneurs these are things in which I infuse into my lessons all right also um, I, we have a nonprofit organization called ABC Read, and you can go to abcread.org, click the donate button so you can donate uh, to our nonprofit organization. Those, those dollars go towards getting books like Bad Boy, uh, books um, that are written by black authors, have black, uh, black illustrators, black topics, uh, and all of that good stuff where our children are represented. So these are things that we purchase as long as well as healthy snacks. When we have our, our uh, reading event venues, our reading event rather at different venues. So this is what our nonprofit has been providing um, ever since we've been having these events in 2014. And again, like I said, make sure that. Oh, and also last thing, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Reading is freedom. Reading is freedom. If you want to be able to get those read alouds for your children to listen to uh, so that 
Uh, they can get that reading in when you're not able to as a parent. You tired, you know, you like, man, I do not feel like reading a book. Click on my YouTube channel, subscribe, and you will be able to have a multitude of read alouds to choose from. All right. So with that being said, you guys, I am out of here. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share and please keep reading for it. Oh, last thing. Last thing I got because I have to share the book that I've been reading, Black Bourgeoisie by E. Franklin Frazier. That's the book that I've been reading. I just finished Bad Boy, like I said. And um, and I've also been reading um, the book by Akila S. Richards. Um, and that's dealing with homeschooling. It's called uh, Raising Free People. That's what it is. All right. So you all take care and remember to please keep reading for at least 30 minutes a day. Peace.